Hello, and welcome back to the perfect podcast for imperfect people. I am Cody, and this disgusting guy is drinking unsweetened tea. Oh, God, that is actually fucking awful. I just took a sip of it. Yeah, I know it is. You're you're gross. Uh, so, for introductions today, I uh, wanted to let everybody know that we have gotten a Gmail set up. The uh, the Gmail uh, prior prioritized for sending in questions, asking for any sort of advice, anything like that. And if you would like to reach out to our email, you can find us at, and this is all lowercase, tppfip at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to send in any questions you have, any you know, requests for advice, anything like that. If you want to email in and cuss us out and tell us how you hate us, you can do that as well. As well, uh, we have a YouTube channel now where we will be uploading more visual forms of the podcast. And the YouTube channel is, if being very inconsistent, uh, all capital, T-P-P-F-I-P-Y-T. Uh, you will know it's us by the picture it is the same as all our other stuff and we will start getting some uh visuals uploaded there mainly just of the uh of our discord icons lighten up as we talk um but with that out of the way uh today we do have a guest on it is my one and only girlfriend that anybody knows of uh but yeah this is piper hold up <laughs> piper if you want to say hello uh hello y'all <laughs> okay uh well with that in mind uh we've got few few spicy spicy topics uh we're gonna run through today uh JC, if you want to run us through our first one, or I can start it however you want to do, but... Uh, you actually brought this one to me, and I didn't know about it at all until you had just told me. So if you want to take lead for this one, I'll be happy to take lead for the next one. Okay. Uh, so starting out today, and again, we're starting spicy again. Uh, we're just going to go over, you know... I I saw it blew up, and this is a little bit of old news to be mentioning now, but having a weekly podcast and starting it after the fact, it's going to be old news. Uh, but saw on Twitter and a bunch of different articles blowing up that apparently the fact that Tom Brady, a 40-some-year-old NFL superstar, hey, either is in the Hall of Fame or will go down in the Hall of Fame, um, won the Super Bowl during Black History Month against a, uh, a the other team's uh, black quarterback, and people took to Twitter, of course, right after the Super Bowl, and were claiming that was racist. Um, figured we could go over that, share thoughts, opinions, and such. Uh, for starters, personally speaking. I don't see how it could possibly be racist. Um, nobody complained when he beat teams with white quarterbacks, even if they fell on Black History Month. So I don't understand how, just because it's a black quarterback, he automatically has to win during Black History Month. Uh, whatever time it is or whatever's going on, you know, uh, like celebration or historical wise doesn't matter. It's the Super Bowl people. It's based off of skill. Uh, Straight up, Tom uh, Tom Brady is a skilled football player. That's why they won. <laughs> there is no doubt about that. And I, when you had first told me this, I was so fucking dumbfounded, and rightfully so. That that just. <laughs> the pure fucking audacity of it to to be like, oh, hey, yeah, this was totally unfair because, uh, let me flip through my notes here, it's Black History Month and the quarterback was black. Oh, yeah, that immediately makes it racist for a non-black fucking quarterback to win. Now, what kills me more than anything over it is the quarterback he beat, which I don't know his name because I don't follow 
sports. I just thought the topic was interesting. The opposing quarterback is a light-skinned black man, I believe, and I might be wrong, so I'm not going to say this factually, but I believe uh, one of his parents is actually white. Um, I don't remember his uh, name. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's a stupid situation. Um, but I, why is it all of a sudden racist that Tom Brady, who's been playing for my entire lifetime and then some, and wins a lot, how is it racist that he's beating a black uh, quarterback during Black History Month? How is that racist, but not any other time of the year? Or how is it not racist that he beats any other ethnicity quarterback or player any other time of the year? Yeah, that's it's, what I want to know. <laughs> it, it, I, I think this all falls back to cancel culture in our, our first episode on how cancel culture needs to get canceled. Because that's all this was. Was a riot of cancel culture trying to shut him down. Newsflash people, he's a millionaire. The man never has to touch a football or lift his finger a day in his life. He doesn't care. He's doing this for the hell of it. He doesn't care what you have to say. As well, it is not racist because being racist is attempting to, attempting or, attempting to or causing harm to another harm or discrimination to another person purely based off of their race. Tom Brady didn't give a fuck that the other guy was black. The only thing he cared about was that he trained his ass off for that game, and they won. He He took a team that was mediocre at best, and I had never heard of the uh, Buccaneers, I believe. I, I've never heard them go to the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, it was definitely a fucking surprise. Yeah. Especially against their fucking opponent. Tom Brady jumps on the team, instantly carries them to the Super Bowl. If one man can jump onto a team, take a team that either does not regularly go to the Super Bowl, or has never been to the Super Bowl, and carry them there with ease... It's not the fact that he beat them because the opposing quarterback was black. It's the fact that he beat them because he's good. And I don't like Tom Brady because he makes out with his son. <laughs> weirds me the fuck out. Jesus. But regardless of his personal character, he is a absolute goat on the field. And if you can't accept that and you just want to see it as, oh, he beat a black man, if anything, you're the racist for seeing the skin tone and not the skill. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 I want. Sorry. sorry. I, I want to go back to that. He makes out with his son. Uh, oh, you do want to talk about that? Yeah. I, I, I want to talk about that. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I personally don't know anything about Tom Brady except, like, the obvious stuff, but. Mm. Well, I mean, when I say he makes out with the son, he doesn't actually make out with the son, and every parent has a relationship with their child that's different from any other parent-child. However, I think it has become socially widespread, agreed, that he kisses his son on the lips a little too much and for a little too long, and his son's a little too old to be doing that. And my biggest concern overall is it might not bother him right now, and I don't know what kind of schooling Tom Brady's son goes to or does, but later in his life, he's he's going to be known as Tom Brady's kid. When he gets into his oh, teenage sure. years or even middle school years, kids are going to fucking pick on him because his dad kissed him on the lips. And it's not like he can hide it. He can't avoid it. Yeah. Hopefully they don't, but I'm sure they will. And that kind of thing, when you're already having to... When you're already in the spotlight because your parents are famous and you're trying to live up to their name, and then you have people harping on you because your dad kissed you when you were a kid, 
that's going to be a rough fucking life, even if he does have oh, millions of dollars great. behind his ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I knew nothing about that. So when you were just like, when Tom Brady makes out with his son, it threw me off guard a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I honestly well, didn't yeah, even know and, about Super I mean, Bowl. Like... <laughs> There's there's a bunch of like comedy sketches and news reports on it, and I mean it's it's all over the place. But interesting, yeah. no good. Oh, that is still just fucking awful. That is literally shitty water. Oh, you're unsweetened <laughs> tea. Yeah, I took another sip of yeah, the tea. Yeah, just to just to clarify real quick, like obviously I know what Super Bowl is, but I don't pay enough attention to know what time of year it is, even though it's the same month, uh, whatever. It was. But... It, it, it was on the seventh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I normally saw. Normally falls around that time every year. Yeah, because like I heard nothing about it this year. Like, I didn't see any parties posted anywhere, so... Or well, anything. Well, I mean... Sports in general, uh, attendance in sports has gone down a lot. True. Um, just because of yeah, the media in it. Yeah, a shit. Yeah. So... It, it became less and less about the sport, more and more about politics behind the yeah. sport. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that's why a lot of people stopped giving a shit about it. Yeah, I mean, I got out of... I was big into sports. I, I used to play the hell out of the Madden games. I kept up with uh, football teams. I kept up with uh, college basketball. And then they wanted to bring the politics into it. And I just... I, I don't care. Yeah. I I watch sports. I play video games. I watch YouTube and that kind of shit. To get away from real life. If you're going to start sucking that shit into it, well, you're taking away my escape, and what the hell is the point at that point? Yeah. Straight up. Um, I do think that's... That kind of segues us into our next topic. And well, hold on. Representation. I, I, I do want to I, I do want to clarify and specify. Not putting down the Black Lives Matter movement by any means. If they're not hurting me, if they're not tearing up my city, or, you know, yeah, if they're not hurting me or anything around me, I couldn't care less. Go for it. Black people have been objectified and discriminated against, whether we want to accept it or not, for a long-ass time. I don't have anything against the Black Lives Matter movement. I just don't need goddamn politics in the shit I use as an escape. And that's my only point there. Right, a lot of fucking games added, like, solidarity shit for that movement when it was, like, massive, when it was mostly, like, what was it, June of last year? And, like, on one hand, I get it's great that the developers are showing that they're standing with that movement, but at the same time, like you said, we're trying to use games to escape having to deal with the outside shit they could have fucking shown their support in a million other different ways yeah I mean like with for example video game companies changing their profile pictures to uh, like a just a black you know just a just black right or even setting it to black black lives matter yeah that doesn't change anything that doesn't help the fact that an entire race has been discriminated against. That doesn't change yeah. anything. Half of the companies only changed their profile picture and made long, drawn-out, you know, repetitive posts about, oh yeah, we're sorry that you were discriminated against and we stand with you. Oh look, we have black employees. We're diverse. Okay. Actually make a change. Help make a change. Uh, go out into the lower-income communities. See how you can support them. Uh, help spread word. It, Donate to one of the thousands of charities that they have set up. Yeah, and with donating, don't just donate to Black Lives Matter because whether people want to accept it or not, and I'm not trying to, again, I'm not putting down the movement or anything, but at the end of the day, Black Lives Matter is a politically run organization. 
it is all politics. It is politics before it is uh, actual change in diversity. So if you want to actually help, donate to small black-owned businesses or promote black-owned businesses. Don't just change your profile picture and put out a three-paragraph long post saying, yeah, we support black people. We have black employees. Straight up. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, that fucking blackout shit, that was literally orchestrated just to hide the flood of fucking uh, Black Lives Matter actual support posts. Like, yeah. some fucking asshole was just like, hey, yeah, make a completely black picture. That will definitely show solidarity. And it just fucking drowned any other posts about it on pretty much every social platform. Yeah. And, I mean... With that whole thing in mind of, you know, having Black History Month or insert this race lives matter here or anything like that. I mean, personally speaking, I don't, I, I hate the fact that we have Black History Month, uh, Latino History Month, any of the history months, or Black Lives Matter, White Lives Matter, Police Lives Matter, anything like that. We don't fucking need it. We just need it as lives matter. Everybody matters, unless you're a child rapist or a politician. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Agreed. I love that you added politician. Like, fuck all them. Oh, well, there's... there's no deeper scum on this earth besides child molesters. It's child molesters are S tier and then politicians are A tier in, in, in scum. Straight up. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it, fuck all this. See, you want to get rid of the, the, the segregation and the racism and the objectification and, and the, you know, bias and all this towards each other get rid of the movements or the the history months specifically meant for specific races because what you're doing there is segregating and objectifying races that's all you're doing i have to kind of disagree there just because i, I get i can see where you're coming from but i think the the fucking labels for those months is more to rather appreciate the culture that they brought. Why can't country? we appreciate it every day? All, all 365 days of the year. Why does it have to be limited to a month? See? Why does it have to be limited to a movement? Why That's a fair Why point. is Black Lives Matter only for black people? Why is White Lives Matter racist? Why is Police Lives Matter a bad thing? There's bad apples everywhere. We're the human race. Everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. Make your mistake, learn from it, move on. You are not... You should not... Your character and your person should not be determined on the mistake you've made today, but the lesson you learned and how you carry yourself tomorrow. That being said, if you make a mistake today, you don't learn the lesson and you continue living that way, well, my friend, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Straight up. So, but as I, go ahead. I I do see where you're coming from. I've never cared for that bad apple analogy, just because a bad apple in a barrel full of good apples will rot the other apples. If that shit if spreads. that is a point. Well, yes, but following that same analogy, right? And the the reason I personally like it is yes, if you leave a bad apple in a barrel with a bunch of other good apples, they will all rot together. However, if you find the bad apples and remove them, all the other apples are fine. Those Granny Smiths are going to be <laughs> thick and plump. <laughs> so it's, hey, don't talk about my grandma <laughs> that way. It's, it's, it's the point of the matter that in everything, and, and I, I said this in the first episode as well, as long as humans are able to freely think, there will be hatred, there will be discrimination, there will be bigotry, whatever term you want to throw at it. There will be dislike towards one another. Yeah. We cannot truthfully and honestly, as free-thinking individuals, fully 
and everybody together love thy neighbor. We just never will be able to. Utopias don't work. So it's yeah. the point of the matter that instead of trying to instead of trying to force everybody to live a certain way, accept the fact that people think and speak differently. However, when it comes to a job or a professional position or anything like that, or even if it's you just hanging out with your friends, if there is a person in your environment that is negative towards your mental, physical, emotional health, and they're just in general not the best person or they don't think the best way, distance yourself from them. If it's in a job, report report them to HR. I mean, it's the the whole don't ask, don't tell, and well, that that more so is for uh, being gay in the military. But the whole, you know, if if your coworker is like a brother to you, but they're racist and a piece of shit, don't talk about it and just move on from it. We need to get rid of that mentality everywhere. It's not just in the police oh, yeah. force. It's everywhere. I mean, I've I've gone through plenty of jobs where there have been people that are super cool people, super down to earth, super relaxed, great people. You'd love to have them around forever. But then it turns out that they have racist ideologies. Granted, that being said, everybody does. So it, it's just the point of the matter that if it's severe enough and if it impacts somebody enough, go out of your way and let it be heard that they are a bad person now that being said don't cancel culture them because that shit's stupid but take the needed measures if it's in a job report them to hr get an investigation going if it's in for example a police force report them to internal uh, affairs uh you know any sort of situation if it's in a friend group distance yourself from them or sit them down talk to them (laughs) try to get their point of view and see if you can change it. Throw back to the ALS gaming <laughs> drama. <laughs> it's awful. Um, Fucking sorry. When you were just like, don't got any way to cancel them, it just threw me way the fuck back. What? With your unsweet <laughs> tea? Or what the hell are you on about? No, no, no. Uh, ALS gaming. Remember how when I... When uh, that one dude and I got into a fight, and I decided, you know what, I'm just gonna close the channel and change the password on that. Email. Oh yeah. And he got pissy about it and made like fucking four videos about it. God. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, more so than anything, at the end of the day, be yourself. Know who you are. Love who you are. But accept and appreciate others. Exactly. Now that I've gone on my long-ass rant and y'all didn't shut me up and I've spoken for half an hour, uh, JC, you can go into the topic that you wanted to go into. <laughs> you had some good points. I didn't want to fucking I always have good points, but if you let me speak, I will continue to have good points. See, I wish I was good at interrupting people, but that's a big problem I have. So. <laughs> right, I have the exact same issue. Uh... <laughs> Actually, I, I did want to step back into something you were saying and kind of touch on equal opportunity employment for a second. In certain fields, like grocery stores or restaurants or anything of that nature, I, I can understand. But having entry-level jobs such as fucking pilots <laughs> is a bit concerning. And... It's. I, I I don't want equal opportunity employment for things that require a certain skill set. Like fucking, can you imagine if? Well, you know you're. Sorry, go ahead. The, the issue with that statement is, uh, for example, with pilots. Following your example, that is equal employment. If you take the time, you go to the school, and you learn how to fly an airplane, and you put the hours in, anybody of any skin color can do it. I mean, it's not limited to white people. It's not limited to males. No, 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 no. Sorry. You didn't elaborate enough. This is your fault. I was referring to experience, 
not race. <laughs> well, when you say equal opportunity, that means I I think of that as racial. I mean, it it doesn't matter who the fuck you are. If you're not qualified for the job, you don't get the job. We're not you're not right. gonna put a six year old toddler in a fucking seven forty seven <laughs> full of passengers. God, I hope not. <laughs> there's there's uh, Southwest Airlines be like. Oh uh, no, I was sitting fucking here. Southwest Airlines alone. I like Southwest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's actually scary. Hey, hey, Southwest, if you find us, man, a sponsor would be uh, mad <laughs> nice. I have flown Southwest a bunch. It's the only airline I've flown. Had an amazing time. Hit us up. We can work a deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. God. That fucking reminded me of all the United Airlines scandals that happened with, like, Two fucking years yeah, ago. let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's old news. It's old news. Uh, but back to what I was saying, when I talk about equal opportunity in employment, I'm not referring to race specifically. I'm referring to experience. Like, fucking how, you know, the whole, even the doctor graduating at the lowest part of their class will still be a doctor. Oh, yeah, like that no child left behind uh, law or act that says, you know, even if the child failed all their classes in order to keep them from being discriminated against because they did fail, pass them through the school. Yeah, that doesn't help you in any way, shape, or form. That only hurts you. It only hurts other people as well. Uh, Especially if you end up in a fucking profession where you have no idea what you're doing, but you manage to scrape by by some miracle. And fucking... Uh, it's it's just a terrifying prospect to have a fucking doctor who's just like, oh yeah, by the way, I cheated on all my exams. And... Well, fucking... I, I don't actually believe that... And I might be wrong. Um... Excuse me. Um, But I don't believe in the real world and in real professions. If you're not qualified, you don't keep the job. And if you get the job and they find you're not qualified, especially in like a doctoral job, they fire your ass on the spot and take your license away permanently. Right. That's if they're observant enough to notice. Well, I mean, Um, if you cheat through all of your tests and you're not meant to be there, they're going to notice you real quick. (laughs) Because, <laughs> I mean, we haven't, there haven't been any sort of reports or scandals or anything of malpractice doctors since the earlier 2000s. The last time I remember hearing of one was like 2008, if even that. Damn. So, I mean. I was, a, I, I was fucking young. I though. was I five. Was <laughs> <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Yeah, no, the rowback. I. <laughs> uh, I'm just thinking like on, on that topic of fucking equal opportunity employment. Just like make sure you vet the fucking people that you hire accordingly. Yeah. Like, I would be terrified if fucking I ended up on a plane and it was some pilot's first day. And he's too fucking anxious to know what he's doing, and we end up fucking crying. Well, the the thing with pilots is, and again, the reason you don't normally see young pilots, or actually young pilots, they could appear young, but the reason 99.9% of pilots are in their 40s, 50s, or at the least late 30s, is because they have to rack up thousands of hours yeah. flying before they are allowed to even have a single soul on board. Most pilots have to rack up, I think, like a minimum. I don't know what the official is, so again, don't quote me on this. We're perfect podcasters. It's all, I guess, and I assume <laughs> perfect. Um, Imperfect. <clears throat> yeah, but... Um, I want to say a a number I've heard before, a minimum for like even small airlines or like private jets, you have to have about 
30,000 hours or so on that aircraft before you're allowed to fly with any passengers. Yeah. Uh, and I, 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 it's I more than that it. on the big airliners. Yeah, me and my dad were actually talking about this because, I mean, Cody, you know how my anxiety with everything is horrible, but planes is really bad with me and my mom. Uh, I think my dad said it was a hundred thousand hours, maybe, because his dad was a pilot. Like, he wasn't a big commercial pilot, but he was just, like, he just flew a small plane around all over the place. But, yeah, I think my dad said it was a hundred thousand hours before they're even allowed to, like, fly many people Uh. around, but... I feel like that number is kind of big, but are you sure about I'm not that? sure. I'm thinking that's eleven years. Yeah, that, that's what I was just no, sitting here thinking that, about. It does sound about right. Yeah, like I know it was a number that had all of ones and zeros. So, <laughs> but I don't know. But I remember like thinking, "Shit, that's crazy. Like that's a lot." But mm. fifteen hundred hours. Fifteen hundred. Well, I mean, it's it's not quite as much as I thought, but even still, then fifteen hundred hours is about two years. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's roughly two years. You spend two years on anything, you're gonna learn it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, they don't they don't hand out you know flying licenses or pilots license. To just anybody. Like, you gotta you work to through it. You have to pass the class. You have to know what you're doing. If, if, And I only know this because one of my friends is working on his uh, pilot's license. And I was going to um, before I saw the cost and the time it takes. <laughs> um, but, I mean, even for like a hobby license, you have to spend quite a few hours in the aircraft and pay a lot. It's not something just everybody can do, and especially commercial airline pilots, you have to fucking dedicate to that. And it's not just you get your, you know, your personal pilot's license and then you can instantly start training for commercial. You have to, I think it's, uh, you get recreational, then private, then... Uh, there's something else, and then I believe then it's commercial. And yeah. that's right. a lot of licenses to get and a lot of hours to fly before you can even set your ass in the seat of a commercial airliner. And even still then, when you're training, they don't put you in one of those big-ass planes. You're on the simulator. So, Oh, yeah, I forgot. Fucking... They, 2021, we have all this new fangled cool yeah, shit. Yeah, they, they put your ass in a simulator, because if you were to crash one of those big things, even if it was just you and a co-pilot, the damage the crash would cause would be... <laughs> I, I think they also want to do that to prevent any risks of fucking domestic terrorists <laughs> with something to prove. Well, yeah. you you can't even get into pilot school. Unless you do multiple backgrounds, have all of your records sent in. I mean, it's it's the TSA and the, uh, I think it's Homeland, well, Homeland Security is TSA. So it's Homeland Security, which means you have to give them all your information and they know all about you. And if you do the slightest sketchy fucking thing, they're on your ass. So, uh, but yeah, what, um... Uh, I'll let you continue now that I keep talking for hours on end. Yeah, Cody. By all means, go ahead. I actually have to be right back. Okay. Um, so, I guess for the next topic to move into, which I believe uh, JC was going to... Um, mm, excuse me. Don't drink Dr. Pepper before a podcast. <laughs> um... There was recently a new character added into uh, Apex Legends that is openly trans, and it has been confirmed by the devs through the character's backstory. And with that in mind, um, there's been a lot of mixed responses on if pixels need representation and 
if a game like Apex Legends really needs um, a trans uh, person. Because a Battle Royale game where your only intent is to kill everybody else, people could easily target that character in specific uh in particular i mean they can there's there's a lot i feel that could go wrong with this and can be seen as wrong because in my personal opinion it's like they're saying oh here's a trans person that's cool uh go take them out and get them shot right uh i think with on that topic and the topic of representation for characters in general if there is something more to the character then absolutely at least make that a part of their character but don't let that be the core feature of them like I, I think that's kind of fucking what like the last of us 2 did one of the many things the last of us 2 well, did cyberpunk uh, did it as well do they yeah. really um and I'll, I'll throw this in there and then let you keep going uh there is i believe it's a set of side missions uh but there is a uh woman in the game that is a mechanic so already breaking barriers there and she is trans male to female um, and throughout the game, or throughout her missions, the whole time she's not sitting there saying, oh, hey, I'm trans. There are two places where it says it. One, on the back of the truck she has worked on, and you drive throughout the races, uh, there is a trans acceptance flag. And then later on in the missions, as she starts opening up to you, she does mention that she is trans. But by no means does she shove it down your right. throat, and her character isn't based around her being trans. Her characters, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but her character's based around her and her husband's relationship and the races they were doing. And her being trans was just a little side thing, a little little representation drizzle, and that I appreciate and accept because that's. It, Sorry, yeah, it, it it shows that they know trans people are out there. They accept that they're out there, and they accept that they will be in the future, and that's cool. I didn't mind that. I don't have anything against that because her character that's... wasn't built around being trans. Yeah, if you ask me, I honestly that's think that's reading. pretty cool because it's. I don't want to. I don't know. I'm getting into territory here, but I don't want to say it's. It's just different, you know, like, it doesn't really happen, like, everywhere, if you can if you know what I'm saying. Like, it's, you know? <laughs> yeah. I believe that, that's what I was saying earlier, like, if you have a character beyond just, I'm trans or I'm gay, then that's perfectly fucking yeah. fine. Like... I think in the context of first-person shooter games, like, something like Rainbow Six Siege, fucking, where it's just like, Echo once banged Ella's third cousin, or whatever, that shit's unnecessary to the game. There's no real story that needs to be built there. No. You fucking shoot each other. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's nice for every game to have kind of small backstories on the characters, but in a game like Rainbow or even Apex, it doesn't need to go any farther than, for example, with Rainbow. Oh, here is Sledge. He's a SAS operator. He likes a sledgehammer. He's been doing demolitions for a while. He's top of his class. That's all you need. Yeah. You don't... I don't need to know that he's gay and he, you know, butt fucks every other Thursday. I don't care. <laughs> Jeez. Jesus, Cody. <laughs> Sorry, that that visual, that visual. Just oh, it's out head. there. If you go, if you go on Rule Thirty Four, fucking Rainbow. If you can get through all the Dokapi and Ella, fucking porn, it's out there. God. <laughs> well. Yeah, fucking. That's why I like games like fucking Brawlhalla, at least for the characters, because they don't delve... They, they create a backstory for the characters, but they don't 
overfeed those characters. Here. Yeah, and, and hey, go ahead. That's something I could really appreciate. Yeah, and my other issue with um, any sort of dev or whatever, when a character, when a main character, a character that you are playing in any sense, they come out and they're like, oh yeah, this character is trans, or this character is gay, or this character fucked their third cousin. That kind of fucks up the character for me, because that might not necessarily be how I want to run that character. If side characters are that way, that's cool. But when, and again, I'm not, I don't have anything against people who are LGBTQ plus or anything like that, but I don't... Hey, you got the acronym yeah, right. for once. Yay! I don't want to necessarily... For example, with Apex Legends, granted, I don't play it, but if I did, I don't want to play this character and like this character because of... I don't want to play them for their skills, but also be playing them the same time while they are... The devs pushed and confirmed that they are trans. Again, it's nothing against the fact that they're trans. It's the fact that I want to think about this character and make this character who I want them. And that's my whole point about this: is the minute you make a super deep backstory and you push a narrative with that backstory of any sort, it then takes away the freedom and the creativity of the player. Yeah, it pushes people away from certain characters, like. That, another thing on on that sort of topic, fucking J.K. Rowling, like I I I could go into depth about how she, she's a transphobic piece of shit, but at the same time, I I couldn't give a fuck that Hermione once slept with Dumbledore's grandson one time during one of the fucking off periods between movies. I don't give a oh, shit, shit about that. Yeah, it's really unimportant to the story and it literally makes no difference to me. Yeah. In in my opinion, as it stands, I don't care who you are, I don't care who you love, I don't care who you see yourself as. That's all fine. But when it comes to video game characters and that kind of shit, in my personal opinion, it doesn't have a place as a forced storyline. Exactly. Like, if you want to build the story of a character, have the game be a story-centric game. I don't give a shit about the backstory of a character when I'm literally just using that character to murder other characters. Yeah, or, or let me make my own backstory for them. Because that's like, for example, with Rainbow. I was actually super drawn into the character... Uh, uh, Oh, God, what's his name? Uh, Thermite, because purely for the fact that he's from North Carolina. That's where I'm originally right. from. I thought that was cool. However, at the same time, if I were to get into Apex Legends, I personally, unless the character had good skills and attributes that helped me win, I couldn't see myself necessarily picking the character that is trans just for the fact that I don't want that to be my character's definition. Exactly. And fucking... Yeah, it's literally just... I, I don't want representation if it's literally just forced representation. I want it to add to the character, not be the character. Yeah. And, I mean, then that also does kind of get shaky... And which is even, which is why I think even more so, it doesn't necessarily be need to be in video games because it, the and I'm not saying anything against you, but the statement of I want to now I've done forgotten what you said. Um, I, I yeah, essentially you want to play the character for their skills and attributes, but not their backstory or who they represent. And I mean, that's also kind of shaky because then it gets into, okay, well then people might not, for example, trans people might not feel represented in games. It's it's a double-edged sword because if it's not in the game, right. people don't feel represented. But then if it is, you're not able to make up your own backstory. I mean, with, for example, 
any sort of fanfic, uh, Rule 34, whatever it is, whether it's pornographic or not, people have always taken characters and made them what they want to be. I mean, it's, exactly. it's, it's the whole point of make a character, give them a small backstory, and then let the people make them whoever they want to be. Right. And that, that, that was also a bit of a double-edged sword, because that, that leads into the fucking original creators of the characters being like, hey, what the fuck are you doing with my character? And then that kind of kind of creeps into the fucking realm of uh, copyright. I mean... Yes and no. If... If, uh, if a bunch of fans want to say that the character you've made is trans or gay and you have a problem with that that's your problem you need to figure out now that being said if and i mean again it's all double-edged swords it it, you want to be able to to let people make the character what they want it to be but however if one day somebody comes out and they're like oh yeah my eyes uh uh just for example, we'll say um, Blitz is, is is secretly a Nazi, and that's why he likes el- electrical. He's a Nazi, and shit like that. <laughs> I mean, then it gets kind of iffy, and that's not a realm you want to take characters, but again, it's all double-edged swords, but then it also goes back to as long as we're all free-thinking humans, we're going to have different ideas. We don't necessarily need to agree and that's perfectly fucking fine. Right. At the end of the day, it's a fucking video game. Yeah. I, I, I do want to say that if there is representation, make it solid, don't make it, like I said, forced. Like, if you want to have a gay character, have them be a realistic gay character don't have that be their entire personality because that's not a realistic gay person. Well, and as... Well, I'm kind of lying there because there are some people who literally center their sexuality sexuality around their personality, which, I mean, more power to them. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but as well, whenever you... Force any sort of character or person to be a certain way, then it it kind of turns into a the the visuals or the appearance of them. Because, for example, I like I have said in the first episode, I'm bisexual. Same here. But I'm also a southern boy. I'm bigger. I'm. I, I carry myself more masculine. You wouldn't really know that occasionally I lean more towards dudes or, you know, and, and stuff like that. And, and obviously I right. don't do anything with guys because I have a very loving relationship with my girlfriend. But the point of the matter is is you wouldn't really know firsthand that I I I do swing both ways. And Yeah, I had no idea. F- Whenever you force a story, like with this Apex Characters legend, uh, whatever I'm trying to say, this character, yeah. um, it, 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 it kind of becomes an issue because he's a bunch of pixels. You can't actually talk to him. You don't know how he lives his life. You'll never actually meet him. So all you see is his visuals, which means that you're really just kind of going off of the fact that, oh, he's visually trans, and shit like that. Because it, I, I, what I'm trying to say, what I, the thought in my head isn't coming out to words right, but it, it's just the fact of not everybody who is a certain way looks that way. And when you force something like that, especially in video games, it kind of tends to lean more towards the stereotyping, the identification, instead of just right. letting them be who they are. Right. Yeah, that is that is something else, because with a lot of forced fucking representation, 
you have a lot of people who are glaringly that what they're trying to represent, but that's not what the average person that they're trying to represent is. It's like you said, it's a stereotype. And that in itself could be harmful to the fucking, uh, to the crowd it's trying to represent. Yeah, so, um, obviously, nobody listening to the podcast will be able to see it. Uh, but I, I just posted a picture of the character in our channel. And if you go and look up the character, knowing that they are trans, visually from it, I mean, it does look like they are. It's he, he the character has reddish kind of pink accents is, is very, uh, I don't want to say flamboyantly because he's not, but he's, he's very, he's dressed the only way I can say it as a stereotypical queer. And with the right. hair, the facial hair, it, it seems like they were just running off of stereotypes with this. Okay, a, me, a female, uh, you know, becomes a male, and she's trans, or he he's trans. What is he gonna do? Oh yeah, let's just assume that he's gonna be this super macho badass woman to man to prove that he can do everything, and he will just put a little queer flair on his clothes. That's all I see with this character. I don't. If I, I, I don't, I, I don't see that. Uh, yeah, no. All I see is stereotypes. On the other side of the coin, though, uh, the very same game, the character Bloodhound is non-binary, and that in itself leaves it up to the player's imagination what that character is. Is like. is that the one that wears the mask? And, uh, yeah, that's the kind of Norse-accented one with see, the gas mask and the fucking crow. Uh, actually, let me look into this. What did you say their name was? Bloodhound. Yeah, if I, can, if I recall correctly, there was an article that came out from the developers that said that they were non-binary. Okay, but, I mean, it's great that they're non-binary, but you can't see their face. You can't see who they are. Non-binary means exactly. they don't it, go either way, and this character is very bland and unknown. Uh, maybe I'm digging too deep, but that too kind of feels like an underlying, maybe not necessarily stereotype, but a visual image of non-binary. They don't necessarily uh, I, go anyway, and so therefore this character has no outlying, you know, physical attributes or anything that really physically sets them apart. Right. But at the same time, that kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier about letting people create the character in their head. Yeah, and I mean, again, I don't care. I don't have a problem with it. If whatever whoever or whatever this character is whatever you want to make it if you want to make them male female uh you know non-binary attack helicopter whatever that's up to you but it just it feels like with this character you can't see their face you can't see their hair you can't see any sort of uh you know physical attributes i mean you can kind of see their arm which does, unless that's a, no, that's a sleep. That's not even their skin. So yeah, you can't see any physical features about this person, which does leave it up for your own judgment, which is great. This I appreciate. That's fine. But on the other hand, whenever I look at this new character, this demolition character that is trans, it feels very forced, feels very stereotypical, feels very quickly done. Right. Half thought. Uh, uh, yeah, on one hand, I can appreciate that the developers, you know, made the attempt to create some form of representation. On the other, it, like you were saying, it kind of feels forced. I've been saying forced a lot throughout this entire podcast. Well, I mean, 
with the stuff we're talking about, there is a lot of force behind it, a, a force to accept, a force to think a certain way, a force to be a certain way. Everybody wants you to accept one another, but it's not they want you to accept it. It's turning, it's gone from, oh yeah, let's accept and appreciate everybody to, okay, listen, motherfucker, you're gonna accept this person or I'm gonna curb stomp you. <laughs> right. I just took another sip of that tea and it's still awful. Well, it's, it's not gonna change cause, just because you take a break from drinking it. I'm, for, I'm I'm hoping that it does. I do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and Piper, you have any points or opinions? Otherwise, I'm just going to have to title this normal podcast with a third voice every once in a while. <laughs> well, uh, honestly, <laughs> not really, because I don't know a lot about this, and this is not territory that I'm good with, so I don't talk about it a lot. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I yeah. guess, yeah, I guess for a final quick topic to kind of round us out and finish us off, because I thought about it, um, ah, shit, I just forgot her name, uh, but the leading female actor in The Mandalorian, uh, was cut through cancel culture because she made, uh, tweets and comments against cancel culture. She was barred from, uh, working for Disney. And they said that they don't suspect to see her back. However, a bunch of fans have actually made a petition and are calling to bring her back on because, A, they're agreeing with her because cancel culture is cancer. And the fact that she's a good fucking actor and she's a lead model. She, she, she's a lead role. She's a very, uh, she's in a very powerful position as the character she is. Right. Um, I, I, I've, seen, I've seen a little bit about that, but I haven't seen enough to really give my own personal opinion on it. I just know that, at least with Disney, if you fuck up at all on any social media platform, or even say something that might make the brand look bad, you're, you're fucked. And I think that's more them trying to self-preserve more than anything. Yeah, so the actor was Gina Carreno. I probably butchered her last name. Um, but she she made comments along the line of... Uh, I'm seeing here. So she was fired after sharing a post on social media implying that being a Republican day is like being Jewish during the Holocaust. Now I will say, and I will be the first to say it, <clears throat> that is a bit much. Um, that, yeah, that's kind of yeah. fucked that up. That is a bit much. However, the point she was trying to make, um, let's see if, okay, nobody seems to want to be able to okay no here's the post i think uh so this post here is saying jews were beaten in the streets not by nazi soldiers but by their neighbors even by children because history is edited most people today don't realize that to get to the point where nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of jews the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being jews how is that any different from hating someone for their political views and again that is a bit extreme of a situation but on the other hand i do agree it has gone from let's accept and understand that we have different opinions and views and live together to oh you're republican so you're racist you're democrat so you know you're whatever you want to fill in um I mean, I'm not going to go down that road. But it's it's the point of the matter that she was simply saying, granted, it was done in poor taste, but she was, all I see it as saying is, why are we letting the government and the news outlets and the media split us up and turn against each other instead of, you know, accepting one another and being together as one? 
And I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna edge into this, but I'm not going to get deep into it. A because we're rolling onto an hour, and B because I really do not want to step into this conversation. So I will make my <laughs> comment, and we will move away from it. Obviously, y'all can speak, but regardless, right? So regardless of how you think of uh, President Donald Trump or any Republican, or any conservative. It is well aware by everybody, and, and Republicans and Trump have done it to the Democrats, but off of the point that uh, the actress was trying to make, Republicans, conservatives, even President Donald Trump, have been personally targeted and, you know, have had hatred sent to them specifically for their political views and again both sides have done it to each other but following what she said conservatives and republicans more so than anything because of how progressive people are coming have been spit on quite a bit and it's just the fact that i i i see where she's coming from in saying what she did i just don't necessarily think she needed to say it like that and my point I'm trying to make is we've gotten so used to spitting on each other for how we think, but not who we are. And yeah. that really needs to change. Yeah, I want to uh, talk on this a little bit because unlike everything else, I actually have some words for this. Um, so in the beginning of, I don't know, I guess whenever I'd started sort of paying attention to politics, Here, but not I'm, really... I'm going to I'm going to pause you. Is it related directly to the topic at hand or are you just going to talk bad about political views? No, it is mostly to the topic at hand and I'm not going to okay. point hatred to anybody. Okay. It's any hatred pointed is at myself cuz I used to be dumb as hell with this shit. <laughs> so at first, so Trump. I'm not, I, in my opinion, I do not love him. I don't hate him. Like, it's, after research and just thought in general, I, I don't know, he's, eh, he's kind of in the middle, in my opinion now. Um, so, in the beginning, I used to, I hate admitting this, but, uh, I used to kind of hate Trump supporters just because, I don't know, I, I hated him in the beginning pretty much. And so, basically I was a little shithead. <laughs> and then after thought and just research in general, I realized that it's a lot better just being together on it and agreeing or not agreeing but like accepting that people have different views and thoughts and yeah basically I'm friends with more people now and not everyone thinks I'm a piece of shit anymore which yeah <laughs> but yeah okay. so I am not going to delve into <laughs> any political opinions of my yeah. own because that's a, that's a can of worms I'd rather not open, especially Thick this close to worms. the end of recording. It's a, it's a fucking massive <laughs> can of worms. But I was the exact same way. And like I, I was still tolerant of people who had different yeah. views than I did. But... At the same time, I gave no regard or respect, really, for their opinion until <gasps> recently. And it was kind of... Huh. Well, <laughs> you, we, this has literally one, been one of our arguments. Also, why the <laughs> fuck is my voice shaking at the end? What the hell? <laughs> but... <laughs> uh, uh, but it's, it's only after I started actually thinking for myself that I was able to you know, talk about this and have civil discussions about it without it just spiraling into fuck you. Yeah, because like after way too long, it took. I finally realized 
okay, uh, what am I doing? Why am I being a shithead? Uh, I should just accept people. I don't have to agree, but I should at least accept people and hear what they're saying and just not shit on them. And disagreeing is fine. It's when you start attacking people, that's when problems begin. But Right. And I, and I do think that, oh fuck, I had a whole ass thought. My bad. whole ass <laughs> we thought. Can, we can push it and for a little bit. <laughs> and no, it, it just slipped my mind. Oh, okay. Uh, fucking, oh, what was I going <laughs> to say? relatable. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> but yeah, it's like with, with Trump though, like I... I'll be honest, like, as a person, though, I think he's not amazing. As a president, I I can't really talk about that because I honestly didn't pay too much attention. I don't even pay attention now, <laughs> if I'm honest. But, yeah, just being more, like, together and, like, accepting of people is just easier in general, and I feel like a better human because of it so right <laughs> so i had a whole thought that i was gonna fucking say it was gonna round us uh. off and we we're gonna end recording but uh, i guess just uh, any last comments from either of you uh no i mean i yeah, essentially, long story short, you don't have to agree, but accept people and don't assume or force people to be a certain way. Just let everybody yeah. do their own thing. Also, um, yeah. sorry, I'm like, I don't want to say I'm passionate, but like, I have ideas, I want to speak them. Um, well, we're, we are having to round it off here because we're an hour right. six in now. Fuck, I just remember what I was going to oh say. Oh my god, both of you. Sorry. You could have spoken for so long. I bring up politics. Now both of you have a dictionary to throw at me. Sorry. No, no. It, I, it was only just talking to the point of, uh, you know, accepting and having a conversation with someone you wouldn't necessarily agree with. That was the entire, or at least one of the entire points of this podcast, because, like, it's hearing other ideas outside of your Shit. own and <laughs> listening <True>. to them. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. So, Piper, anything uh, else? I mean, I feel like I could keep going on and on, so y'all should probably, we should probably end it. <laughs> we can continue in the All next right. one if y'all, I don't know, that's up to y'all. <laughs> Okay, so Cody, no more comments, right? Mm, not currently, no. <laughs> I have one really okay, stuck in my well, head, but I'm going to wait. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening to the podcast. Uh, today's question is, what is your opinion on representation in video oh. games? Do you think that there needs to be more? Do you think that there needs to be less? Leave that in our emails, and we will read out our favorite responses. You didn't tell me you were doing this. Okay, but yeah, <laughs> uh, give us emails. We want to answer your questions. We want to start a segment. So, yeah, uh, you know, do you think representation is needed in games or not? And, uh, you know, if you have any comments or any further questions or anything you want to comment on about the episode, throw it in the uh, Gmail. Uh you know, everything is at the beginning of the podcast. Um, but besides that, uh, this has been the perfect podcast for imperfect people. And remember, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel tomorrow. Thank you, everyone.